together all over this place. If you came to lift up the name of the Lord, put your hands together in this place. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We came, we came to lift up the name of the Lord. We welcome you this morning to the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are so grateful that you have decided to worship with us again on today. We are excited because God is still in the blessing business. God is still in the delivering business. And God is still moving mountains, even the ones that we don't even see. So we just came together today to give him some glory, some honor, and some praise. Hallelujah. We welcome you to our live stream. Those of you watching on YouTube and Facebook, do us a favor. Go ahead and hit that share button. Let the world know that you've tuned in to the birthplace of gospel music. Hallelujah. Come on, musicians. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Again, we are grateful and grateful for your presence, and we are grateful to God for once again giving us an opportunity just to be in this place and space in a time of worship. Hallelujah. I don't know why I feel like I know it's a little it's a little muggy outside. And it feel like it's a little muggy in here. And 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 I know we we came excited last week because we was getting ready to go outside and eat and I don't th- thank you. Hallelujah. Give me somebody act like they came to give God some praise today. Hallelujah. 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 Our scripture text today comes from comes from the book of Philippians. It comes from the book of Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. When you have it, say amen. If you need a minute, say I need a minute. And, and here, just in case we maybe did not know, we stand in reverence to the word of God, not for the preacher, but we stand in reverence to the word of God. If you're able to stand, Philippians 2, Philippians 2, Philippians 2, verses 1 through 4. I'm reading the King James version and it says if there if there be therefore any consolation in Christ if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind 
Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. Lord God, we just want to thank you. God, we want to use your day, God. We want to use your day, God, just to say thank you. Lord God, we come today, God, just to give you glory, honor, and praise. God, let, us, let our praise be so powerful, God, that you would show yourself mighty in this place, that you would inhabit the praises of your people on today, God. God, we're asking that you would just show up, God, and touch each and every home that's represented here today, God. Touch each and every family represented here today, God. God, as the praise and the worship and the word go forward today, God, move by your spirit in this place. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Come on and put your hands together. Can y'all help me sing this morning? Glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burdens down. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burdens down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down. Come on, sing, y'all. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down. Friends don't treat me like they used to, since I lay my burden down. Friends don't treat me like they used to. Did I my burden down? Glory, glory, hallelujah. Did I lay my burden down? Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down, friends don't treat 
Please don't treat me like they used to. Since I lay my burden down, every round goes higher, higher and higher. Since I lay my burden down, every round. Missionary Baptist Church. We are so excited for your presence here today, and we're going to ask you to do us a favor. I know Minister King has already asked, but if you would make certain that you would share your location, share uh, on our Facebook Live or your YouTube uh, where you are, that you are worshiping at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We welcome you here today, those of you who are worshiping with us online via YouTube or Facebook channel. We are excited that you are here. And we're also excited to see those of you who are present uh, in person. We want to acknowledge the presence of one of our longtime uh, members, uh, friends of Ebenezer, Sister Mary Wright is in the house today. This is her last uh, Getting near her last time as she will be relocating to Indianapolis, and we bid her Godspeed and safe travels. 
as you uh, go to be closer to your grandchildren and your son, uh, we know that you are excited about the new move, praise God, and we recognize that we are in that, that time of our lives where we need to look after mama and make certain that mama is well. So we are excited for you in that you are going uh, to Indianapolis, and we pray God's mercies upon you. That's not a long, long drive. Y'all can go down and see Sister Mary anytime, because, you know, I, as I said in the morning uh, Bible study, that Indianapolis is just like a suburb of Chicago. Y'all can just get down there in two and a half hours and get on back. Amen. Also want to acknowledge the presence of a friend, a fellow service member, and also a friend who had the opportunity to worship with uh, uh, at Metropolitan. Judy Bell uh, is in the room, in the space, uh, visiting with us. So glad to see you here today. She is a retired Army officer uh, in the United States Nurse Corps uh, with the Army, and now she is doing some some extra work at the VA hospital, and we praise God for her witness. Also want to recognize uh, two persons who are, who are back in the back. They are all the way from Brazil, 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 right outside of Sao, Sao Paulo, who they are visiting with us. They saw Ebenezer Ware on Somebody Feed Field, and they wanted to come to Ebenezer and get a sense of our flow at the birthplace of gospel music. We welcome you here uh, today. And we're good to see our couple here who was here last week for the summer sizzle, uh, my frat brother and my uh, wife's uh, sorority sister. They were both here. I'm going to ask you a thousand times, and they're going to do me a favor, y'all's name again and again, because I have to confess, I'm getting old. I remember faces. But names I'm really bad with. But the good news is I know you an Alpha, and I know you an AKA. So that, that cuts, cuts across the field. But uh, we're going to ask your names again. Uh, we're so happy to see you. We hope you all had a wonderful time on last week. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you uh, to the Skeleton Crew. It was by a Skeleton Crew by design. Minister King, uh, uh, Latanya King, Evan, uh, Mark Harris was here yesterday to uh, make certain that everything went well for the funeral that was held here at Ebenezer uh, uh, Monumental Baptist Church had one of the members, and they had a huge uh, group of people who were here, almost 300 people were in the sanctuary, and we opened our doors because you know uh, uh, Monumental does facility is not able to accommodate at this time. And so uh, this skeleton crew did a, 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 a Herculean job in making certain that uh, they will host it with excellence, with excellence. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I also want to just say again thank you uh, to Sister Latanya King for her work on last week for the Summer Sizzle. And at a later date, we're going to personally express our gratitude uh, to you for all that you did. I, I appreciate that it was creative. Uh, uh, she had everything, everything the way it needed to be, and the, the, the responses from the people were overwhelming. Thank you to Ebenezer for supporting this with resources, because you know we have to put some resources in evangelism, and it paid dividends on last week. Now we turn, we turn, we turn uh, 
and get ready for the vendor fair next month. Now, Ebenezer, we got we to make certain that this year is bigger. It has to be bigger. I need y'all to do two things. Make sure we get more vendors. And number two, pray for great weather. Just like we have for summer sizzle, right? Right? We want this to be, again, our offering, our offering to the community. Amen? They need to know that we are alive and well. I heard crickets. And we're going to do that through the vendor fair, through the vendor fair. Again, I want to take this time just to say thank you uh, to those who are working uh, as it relates to the vendor fair. Also, uh, the church directory for those persons who have not already done so, please, please confirm your presence uh, to take a picture for our church directory. Sister Nancy Wade, uh, Marlena Jackson are here uh, and other committee members uh, to make certain that you get your schedule for your picture. We want to make sure that our 2022 church directory, you know, a lot has happened since we've had the last directory, and we want to make certain that you are in the directory. The directory will not be what it's supposed to be unless you are in it. Amen? Amen? Amen. Also, last Sunday we began with our pledge cards. Our pledge cards, we have some available in the back. Uh, at the time of offering, Minister King will be giving you instruction for those of you who were not able to bring your pledge cards down to the altar on last Sunday. We will continue that throughout the month of July. Because remember, Ebenezer, we have to do this. Things are progressing nicely uh, on the back end of things that has to get done with our finance team and other things that are happening. But Ebenezer, you got to do your part and you know what you need to do. And then we're going to be giving additional instructions on, on asking you to help us reach out to all of our friends of Ebenezer, legacy members of Ebenezer, those folks who have come through Ebenezer, been through Ebenezer, still claim Ebenezer, particularly when it comes time to get buried. We want to make certain that they are on board helping us achieve our goals. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let us continue with worship.
and it's showing. This is my season for grace, for favor. Anybody believe that? This is my season to reap what I have sown. Yeah, this is my season for grace, for favor. Yes, it is. This is my season to reap what I have sown. Say it again. I have not been perfect, but I show been show been faithful. You see, God has a purpose, and I know that He is able. I've got a seed in the ground, and He's blessing. No more stressing. I've got a seed. For grace, for favor, yes it is, this is my season to reap what I have sown. So I lift my hands, this is my season for grace, for favor, yes it is, this is my season. To reap what I have sown. Listen, it's working for my good. Everything is working together for my good. Am I the only one that believes that? Everything is working together.
It's good. It's good. It's good. That is working for my good. It's good. It's good. So good. Yeah, yeah. This is my season for grace and favor. This is my season to reap what I have sown. This is my season for grace and favor. I dare you to say it. This is my season. To reap what I have sown. Let me tell you something. He's leaning hey! in my direction. Oh yeah, I said he's leaning hey! in my direction. I can feel his hand on me. He's leaning. Yeah, in my direction. Can't you see his right hand on you? I said he's leaning. Yeah. In my direction. He's leaning. Yes, he is. In my direction. My father, he's leaning. Yes, sir. In my direction. My protector. I said he's leaning. Leaning, he's leaning, he's leaning, he's leaning, he's leaning, he's leaning in my direction, he's leaning, in my direction, I said he's leaning, in my direction, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she said, I've been praying and I've been fasting. It seems like God is not talking to me. And I said, girl, because <laughs> he's talking to somebody else about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to know he's right there. He's leaning in my direction. I don't care what it looks like. He's leaning. In my direction, this is my season for grace, for favor. Yes, it is. This is my season to reap what I have sown. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that, that's all right right there. I'm going to take some, some pulpit privilege. Y'all might not know, but um, our sister Peral is about to have a single release. See, so that song meant something different to her. So when she said he was leaning, it wasn't for y'all. It was for her. So, so you have to make that thing personal when you say he's leaning in my direction. You have to make that thing personal. 
I can't tell him what he's doing for you. But but you have to you have to make it personal and say he's leaning in in my direction. That's ooh, my my my. This is my season. Yeah. Yeah. Can y'all say that? Come on, he's in my direction. In my direction. Come on, come on, y'all can see that. He's leaning. He's leaning. Come on, come on, in what? In my direction. Come on, make it personal. I don't think it if you don't believe it. He's, he's leaning. leaning. Come on. Direction. One more time, one more time. He's leaning. He's leaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my season. This is my season. Yeah. This is our season. This is our season. How many people believe this is your season? Now don't 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 look. Don't fool me. Don't fool me. If you believe this is your season, see when when you know it's your season, you walk in it like it's yours. See, when it's your season, it doesn't matter what nobody else has to. Okay. When it's your season, doubters don't matter, right? When when it's your season, haters don't matter. Okay. Oh my God. When it's your season, the faithless don't matter either. Okay. All right, all right, all right. My, 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 my. Oh, Lord, that's it right there. This is my season. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. It is offering time, church. It's offering time. I just want to kind of let them just. Yeah. It's working for my good. That's just a. Even when it don't look like it, my, 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 even when it don't look like it, it's working for my good. It is offering time. It is offering time. My, 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 God bless you. That is a powerful song. It is offering time. For those of you who are at home, the directions to give are on your screen. You can give at EbenezerBronzeville.org. Go to the Give Now button, EbenezerBronzeville.org. Go to the Give Now button. If you want to give by uh, mobile, by your mobile phone, or text to give, rather, 312-779-0146. 312-779-0146. You can also give by mail or drop your gifts off at 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. If you have Quick Pay or Zelle, that's easy to do as well. That phone number is 773-960-9028. Or you can use Ebenezer4501 at Gmail. All the stuff that I just said to you, the ushers have that information on the card. If you plan on giving digitally and, don't, and do not already have that information, Ask an usher for a card. She will give you that four-hour pledge. I know we were out running around outside last night, so I missed. I know it was a bunch of cards down here last week. So, uh, but for our pledge, we're asking, we're asking right now, if you didn't already fill out a pledge card, the ushers have them. If you didn't already fill out a pledge card, the ushers have them for you. Just raise your hand. Put your amount on the back checkbox. Sign it at the bottom. 
and we'll make sure we register you upstairs for your pledge. There are six different amounts, and then you can put your own amount in. But it's real simple. This is so that we can reach the amount we need to finish the project that is set to start next year. You all know that we were awarded an amazing grant from the city of Chicago for $900,000. That ain't nothing just to sit there and be quiet at, but that's all right. Maybe y'all, maybe because y'all got 900000 at home, it wasn't no big deal. So that's, that's why you didn't say nothing. That's all right. That's all right. But we had asked for 1.2, and they gave us nine. Uh, they awarded us with nine. But our part in that, our part in that is the 300000 that's remaining. So we're asking that you would pledge whatever you can, whatever you can. If you can't meet one of these numbers on the back, there is a, there's a part that says other. Whatever it is you can do. And watch this. Maybe your amount is bigger than what the big amount is. Huh? I'm just saying. You never know. Somebody won the lottery last night. You never know. I mean, hey. But look, you know what we stand in need of. We appreciate you all so much for everything that you're doing. And we know we're asking for you to go above and beyond. We recognize that. Do what you can to help us exceed and succeed in this project. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Y'all can just stay there. That's all right. Father God, we thank you. Lord God, we recognize, God, that you are a God of seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a God of seasons, God, and we believe and recognize, God, that if you say it is our season, then it will be so. So, God, we're asking right now that every dollar, every dime that's given today, God, that you would multiply it 100-fold so that we can not only accomplish this task, but God, blow it out of the water and do even more to continue the work you would have us do in this place and space. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, if you need a pledge card or digital directions, just raise your hand. The ushers have them. who have their cards, we invite you to come at this time and place it on the altar if you have it with you today. If you've gone on, oh, is, is that Sister Gun there? Praise the Lord. Myrtle Gun is in the building. Praise the Lord for your presence. Amen. Come on down if you got your pledge cards. Come on down. Keep the marching music going. The praise God music. Amen. Just lay it on the altar. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's leaning in my direction. 
connection. In my direction, he's leaning. Amen. Take your time. Don't you stumble, sister. Mm -mm. Amen. Amen. These will go with the other cards. And we know that some of you have asked, some of you have asked if you can get some so you can give to some. Everybody in Ebenezer knows somebody that either used to be Ebenezer or still associate with Ebenezer. And so if you want to give some cards, some pledge cards to them, you can go to um, uh, see the church clerk, and she'll make sure that you have those, and you can bring them back and place them on the altar uh, we are collecting them at the end of the service and, and secure them up in the uh, finance office, just so you'll know. This will go with what happened last week, and we thank God for your willingness to journey with us, to journey with us. Minister King put it, put it real well. Pastor Barlow always asks, he said, you, can't, you can tell a good preacher when they know how to raise money. Amen. Amen. <laughs> He let it out there, set it out there. Amen. We're going to do it together. Amen. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. Amen. And that's the first line, Sister Ramona, that I want you to put in the history book. You ain't got to put the pastor's name. Just say, we did it together. We did it together. We did it together. Amen. Man, we can just we can just stay right there on that because you know I feel that thing leaning in my direction. That that suggests that there's a covering. There's a covering. There's a spiritual covering over us. And as we transition into prayer, this altar call. I, I want the people whose names we list and, and names we give voice to to recognize that, that God is leaning in your direction. Whatever, whatever, whatever you stand in need of, if it's healing for your body, if there's resources you need, if there's a breakthrough you need, if there's a yoke that needs to be broken, he's leaning in your direction. Hallelujah. 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 We're lifting up Laney Elms, Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson. Lifting up Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise and Willie Graham. Continue to pray for Alfred Moore and Kenny Sexton, we're praying for Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Reverend Mary Grant, we're praying for Sarah Billups, Mary Alexander, we're lifting her in prayer, Rosa Conway, Gladys Evans, who celebrates a birthday this Wednesday, 103. That's a good birthday, July 20th. 
We're praying for Janice Carr, Reverend James Thompson, Albert Cheney, Angela Williams, Glorine Driver, David Pearson, Bernetta Pearson, Michael Jones, Jr., Betty Smith, Deacon James Smith, who's in the building today, Sister Minnie Peggs and Karen Hollinsworth and Ernestine Rowe, who's home from the hospital. We're praying for Tamara Ransoff as well. Let us go to God in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, as your people stand in intercession for someone else, God, we ask right now that you would have mercy, O oh God, that you would have mercy upon those whose names we have called this day. God, we know that you're omniscient, you're omnipotent and omnipresent, O oh God, and so you know what's going on with all of them. And so, God, a few of your people are asking right now, oh God, that you would have mercy upon them. That you would heal bodies, oh God, and that you would regulate minds in the name of Jesus. That you would cause your people to know that every sickness is not unto death. That you have promised, oh God, that regardless of what we're going through, oh God, you have promised that you would never leave us that you will never forsake us, that you would always be there. We know, God, that sometimes it gets hard and sometimes it gets challenging, oh God, and sometimes we feel like we're all alone, oh God, but we know that you are an ever-present help. God, we lift up this church today, God. We, we lift up, oh God, Ebenezer, oh God. We lift up this church, oh God, and ask, oh God, that you would continue to bless us, oh God, and continue to bind us together in love, oh God, that there will be no strife or discord among us, oh God, as we seek to do the work you've given to our hands. God, we're lifting up those persons in our community, particularly, oh God, those police officers, oh God, who committed suicide this week and one who is in critical condition. God, we lift up all first responders today, oh God. We know that they see so much, they carry so much, and we know, God, oftentimes it is a thankless job because everybody thinks they can do their job better than the persons that's doing them. So, God, we lift up first responders. We lift up, God, caregivers today, oh God. All those, oh God, who's caring for mama, or caring for daddy, or caring for Titi, or caring for big mama, oh God, or granddaddy, oh God, whoever we are caring for, oh God, I ask, oh God, that you would give caregivers, oh God, a sense of your strength, oh God, to continue to do what you called them to do as they care for loved ones and friends, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for our seniors, oh God, for our beloved seniors, oh God, whose foundation and shoulders we stand upon, oh God, and you have allowed their days to roll on a little while longer, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for their witness. I thank you, God, for 
all of our members, our young people, oh God. God, we ask that you would enlarge our territory, oh God, as we seek to go beyond these walls. That we work, oh God, to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And God, we ask right now, if there's anybody in this room right now, oh God, that does not know you, oh God, that does not have a relationship with you, it does not have a church home, oh God, we ask, oh God, that when the message is preached, oh God, and when it's over, someone will ask, come asking, what must I do to be saved? How can I fellowship in this place? God, I lift up all of our officers, our deacons, our trustees, all of our officers of this church, oh God. We know the work can be heavy. We know the work oftentimes is thankless. But we thank you, oh God, for their commitment. God, have your way in this place. God, you are the source of our strength. You are the source of our joy. And so, God, we lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morn and place it before thy majestic feet. To the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake, we do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. No strength to fight 
no tears to cry. Even if I try, but still my soul refuses to die. Uh-uh. One word will change my life. So take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn to pieces. It's my offering. Lay me at the throne. Lead me there alone. To gaze upon your glory and sing to you this song. Please take me to the King. Truth is it's time to stop playing these games. We need a word for the people's pain. So Lord, speak right now. Let it fall like rain, rain. Oh yes, we're desperate. We're chasing after you, oh, I, no rules, no religion, I made my decision to run to you, the healer that I need, oh, take me to the king, I don't have much to bring, my heart is torn in pieces. It's my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone to gaze upon your glory and to sing to you this song.
Amen, amen. Amen. We pause right now to also add to our prayer list Sister Carol Blevins, who will be having surgery this week. We pray that God will bless her and that we pray that the outcome will be good. And I know Sister Terrell is watching. We are lifting you right now. We are trusting God to keep you, to sustain you. And when you have come out, you'll come out better than wouldn't you the way in which you ended. So, Sister Blevins, we are praying for you. We are praying for you. Ebenezer, make certain that we add Sister Blevins to our prayer list. Amen. 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 I want to read until you're hearing once again Philippians 2, 1 through 4. You do not have to stand this time, for there you'll find these words recorded. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye may that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. I want to speak from the subject dwelling together in unity. Dwelling together in unity. We embarked this year on a theme, pursuit of oneness. This notion of unity this notion of unity is so important for us in this juncture as a faith community as we march out on faith as it relates to the work that God has given to our hands. So I want to speak from dwelling together in unity. Recent events in American history have demonstrated that if there is anything that we need desperately in this country, it is unity. The fractions and divisions, both socially and politically, 
are becoming more and more pronounced. Certainly more glaring as we see them played out in stark television, technicolor, and viral social media posts. At times like this, those who are old enough can't help but to recall the famous words of the late Rodney King, whose beating at the hands of, Los An of the Los Angeles police led to the 1992 Los Angeles riots. Rodney King said, can't we all just get along? I know, I know that we share his sentiment, especially in today's climate. But disunity is not a new human manifestation. Since Cain slew Abel, humankind has been in a progressive descent towards disagreement and discord. For that very first act of violence recorded in the scripture unleashed a whirlwind of hate that we are still reaping today. America's history is rooted in separation, rooted in hatred, rooted in disunity. Look at our American history at the same time that we were rebelling against Europe's unfair colonization and taxation, we were also unfairly enslaving and condemning millions of blacks and Indian families to a life of servitude. Down through our history, we have struggled to keep equality and justice for all within sight as we seek still today a better union. Ebenezer, look at our government today. Have we advanced much as a society since the first congressional attempts at unity? You could, you could easily argue that unity is still extremely, extremely scarce in the halls of Congress today. As, as both major parties have gone to their neutral corners waiting for the sounding of the bell to start the next round of political fisticuffs. There has always been political posturing. But never, ever to the extent that we see today. It is bold. It is brass. It is right out in front of our very eyes. There is absolutely no pretense any longer. For division is the word of the day. You know that party differences spurred the violent behavior we saw on January 6, 2021. Beloved, we, we, need, we need reasonable men and women in government who understand that when they need to focus on their 
purpose to bring about the common good for all of us. And so how do we solve this problem of disunity? Because disunity is not only in the halls of Congress, but there's disunity in our communities, our society, and in our churches. The Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians gives us the answer. First, write this down in your mind. Unity begins with being like-minded. Y'all didn't hear me. Unity begins with being like-minded. Paul tells the church at Philippi to demonstrate their faith by dwelling together in unity. He uses words, words we love to hear, but seldom are willing to implement. You know what those words are. Words like being on one accord. Having the same love for each other and being of the same mind at all sounds so good, but the devil is in the details. The culprit that distracts us from fulfilling Paul's joy is not found in the obvious, but in the subtle nuances of human behavior. You see, the divisions and diversions and the departures we so readily embrace are the most dangerous. Paul implies that if our focus is right, did you hear me today? If our focus is right, if we are like-minded from the start, then unity will become a natural byproduct of what? Our common faith. But if instead of being like-minded, we are disconnected, our actions that follow will be outside of what God is seeking from his people. You see, you can't move spiritual mountains while chasing personal mohills. What do you mean? Preacher, well, you, you can't be on one accord if you are starting, in the words of Minister Dana King, fake fires. Because the Lord knows there are mountains that need moving. What do you mean? We, we need to move the mountain of hardened hearts. We need to move the mountain of selfish motives. We need to move drifting dedication. We need to move unconstrained gossip. We need to move carnality and deceit and rudeness and greed and backbiting and foolishness out of the way. We need to move the pretense of our professed faith out of the way so that we can get down to business. And you ask, well, what is that business? It's not the pastor's business. It's not the deacon's business, not the choir's business. It's not the circle or club's business, but getting down to the Lord's business. But then unity can only come 
through Christ. Did you hear what I said? Unity can only come through Christ. We cannot escape the fact that if we are to have unity in the world, if we're going to have unity in our communities, if we're going to have unity in our churches, Christ must be at the center. He has to be the center of the church. He has to be at the center of the family. He has to be at the center of our relationships. Paul is on a mission, a mission to share Christ with the world. It's what makes him happy, and he is not afraid to admit that his real joy comes when he sees Christians in the church working together for the good of the whole. The whole. What does a whole look like? It looks like all the parts of the church, the young and the old, the connected and the disconnected, the powerful and the powerless. You see, Paul is not delusional. Some of you right now might be wondering, how can an entire church, Reverend, be thinking the same thing at the same time? The good news is that's not what Paul is asking of his Philippian converts. You see, Paul understands that the only way to have unity is for every Christian to operate, get this, not from their own mind, but from the mind of Christ. In other words, once you are saved, you should be willing to see everything as Christ sees it. Here's a major point that I, I don't want you to miss, and that is if we're going to see things the way that Christ sees them, we must first know the mind of Christ. Oh, I can't get no help this morning. If, if you read beyond your chosen text, Paul affirms this in verse 5. He says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Some of y'all have no problem. I'm not talking about Ebenezer. I'm talking about churches. Some of y'all have no problem speaking your mind. The problem is it ain't the mind of Christ. Oh, y'all don't want to admit that. Paul does not leave us scratching our heads trying to figure out Christ's mind for ourselves. He spells it out plainly. If you have the mind of Christ, you have the same love one for another. You see, love is the only response reflective of Christ. I know you mouth the words that you love but how do you show love? When difficult situations arrive, Ebenezer love is always the answer. Humankind has only two options. One is negative, the other is positive. And what Paul is asking us to do in every situation is to choose the positive. And ask yourself the question, that old mantra that was back in the 80s and the 90s, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus criticize or would Jesus pray? We should show the same love 
for our brothers and sisters that Christ showed during his life for others. And not just those of the household of faith. Because the truth of the matter is, unbelievers need love, too. Without a close relationship with the Lord, we can see what happens to our world. What happens? Chaos will reign instead of love. The choice is easy. It's either Christ or it's chaos. I said it's either Christ or it's chaos. Finally, unity should solidify our Here's where Paul pulls the covers off all of our ulterior motives. He says, through strife or vainglory. I've lived long enough to know that our flesh can be our worst enemy. I know y'all sitting here, y'all saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, but every now and then, if you are honest with yourself, you know flesh can seep in. Oh, y'all don't, y'all don't believe me. Our flesh can be our worst enemy. Personal ambition, inflated egos have been the downfall of many who could have been great. When you esteem yourself above others, or let me put it like the old saints used to do, when you look down your nose at somebody else, that's vain glory. When you have to be in charge all the time, that's strife. When you have to be seen all the time, when your opinion has to be heard all the time, that's strife. I knew it wasn't going to get no amens on that one. I knew that. I almost took it out because I knew it wasn't going to get no amens. Robert J. Ringer wrote a book called Looking Out for Number One. Do you know it was a bestseller on the bestseller list in America for 46 weeks? Why? Because the world is completely obsessed with self. Our selfish desires, our selfish ambitions, our selfish conceits, all of these things are destroyers of unity among men and women. Paul counters the idea of strife and vainglory with a Christ-like concept. He says, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. He says, and I'm paraphrasing, don't view everything in life through your own eyes. In other words, try wearing someone else's shoes. Do you hear me today? Everything does not need to be seen through your lenses or your, from your vantage point. Let me tell you something today. God, and I'm glad about this, made each of us unique individuals. We have different personalities and different temperaments. We approach issues in different ways. So we really shouldn't be surprised 
when we grade against one another occasionally. Too often, though. Too often. If someone don't agree with our opinion or don't see uh, see eye to eye with us on some matter, we get all upset and bent out of shape and allow strife to foment. Let me tell you something, beloved. I've discovered just because somebody is not exactly like me or doesn't do things the way I do them, that doesn't necessarily mean that I am right and they are wrong. We're just different. And our differences can cause friction. But it takes spiritual maturity to get along with someone who is different than you. It takes show enough patience not to start a dispute over minor issues or become easily offended. If we're going to get, if we're going to get to keep the strife out of our lives, then we must learn how to make room for people who are different from you. Sadly, we endure so much trouble. Because in so many ways, we have become foreign to the idea of putting others first. Someone once said, it's hard to be humble when you are perfect in every way. And that is the problem, beloved, for so many of us. We have gotten delusional and we think we are perfect. But let me give you a wake-up call this morning. All of us are sinners. All of us are deeply flawed. I didn't say it. God did. The whole world needs encouragement. These increasing mass shootings shouldn't, should be a revelation of the need for all of us to reach out and touch those who are suffering and struggling, to reach out and touch those who are lost and clueless, to reach out and touch those who are addicted and dependent, to reach out and touch those who wrestle with mental illness, to reach out and touch those who are left out and marginalized, and show them the love of God. I know we won't save everyone. But that does not absolve us from trying. Some of you may think, be thinking, how can I look out for issues going on in somebody else's life? When, Brother Pastor, I've got so much going on in my own life. It's not easy. But can I tell you, from personal experience, that the best way to get through your own troubles is by helping someone else in theirs. For, Jesus, for he said, Jesus says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. God's love makes it possible. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit makes it possible. Compassion and mercy makes it possible. King David wrote in Psalms 133, Behold, 133 and 1, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. 
I tell you today that true words were never spoken. For there is nothing like the sweet communion of the saints, for they enjoy a peace that can never be troubled. They enjoy a foundation that can never be moved. They enjoy a freedom that can never be bound. There is nothing like the sweet communion of the saints, for they enjoy a help that can never be hindered, a promise that can never be broken. They enjoy a river that can never run dry and a victory that can never be lost. Ebenezer, I just stopped by to let you know that we can rise today. We can rise higher than we ever could have ever imagined before. If we could just work together, work together in unity, because there is no limit to what God can do in, the, in our lives and in, thy, in this church. We have to work together. We have to pray together. We have, can I get some help here? We have to struggle together for the glory of God. We have to dwell together in unity. God has given us a great work. Great work he's given to our hands. When the record is written, And when the annals are recorded, it is my prayer that the report will be, they made it because they were unified. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen. We're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there is someone here today that would like to be a part of this fellowship. We want to extend an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. Perhaps, perhaps you have never had a relationship with Jesus Christ. We want to extend an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. As our musicians play and sing, we're extending an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. Is there one today? The doors of the church are open. Give yourself to Jesus. Come on, pray church, pray church, pray church. We're extending an invitation for you to join with us here. This is a friendly church. This is a loving church. This is a church that is on the move. And we need more laborers more laborers in the vineyard. Is there one? Amen. Come on, come on. God will. God will take care. yourself to the Lord. If you are without a church home, 
We extend an invitation to you right now. Amen. 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 Ebenezer, God is continuing to show himself faithful to us. And it is my prayer that we show ourselves faithful to him. Today, I know many of you will be going over to Morningstar. Just got confirmation from Pastor Barlow. Services start at 3.30. 3.30. So you have a few minutes, I guess, to fill the hole. Y'all know what fill the hole means, right? Fill the hole. And so that we, for those who are going, can celebrate with the Morning Star Baptist Church of Chicago, their anniversary. Let's stand to our feet. We look forward to seeing you on Bible study or on our Zoom platform. Miss King, I don't know. You might be teaching Wednesday. I don't know. You might be. Uh, that's a very special day to me. I'm just saying. But my responsibility is to the church. So I'm weighing that. Cause, but I had a pastor friend tell me, he said, uh, Reverend Pastor Person, you got to have life balance. That's what he told me. You got to have life balance. You got capable people. Uh, so, uh, so we'll see. But I just want to see more and more people. We, we got a good steady group on Wednesday and on Sunday. But I know there's some people in this room that don't, that's not in either. We need to be in Bible study or Sunday school. Okay, is Ebenezer a Bible school, a Bible uh, a believing church? Thank you. We need to be in Sunday school or Bible study. Now, yeah, I, yeah, and let me take that or and. I just want y'all to be at least one, but to, to, to do it all the way, you need to be at both, all right? Uh, and for those who need uh, uh, electronic support and getting your stuff fixed up, Minister King is right here. In fact, Minister King, can you please help Deacon Mayberry so he can stop coming in impersonating me? Because on his Zoom, on his Zoom uh, platform, he got Reverend Person on there, man, you know, so... We got to get his name. And every Wednesday, we got to change his name to Deacon Mayberry. So please help the brother out. Please help the brother out. Because I don't want him to go someplace on his job and say, that's a reverend person. No, uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. We ain't going to do that. Let us look to heaven as we prepare to receive our benediction. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. To him who's able to present you for his father's exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor and glory now, henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
Derek.
Thank you. 